sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. Well, welcome everyone. Hey, happy St. Patty's Day coronavirus. Oh, what is it? It's hit. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Happy St. Patty's Day coronavirus Tuesday. Hey, I just uh, I felt uh, kind of inspired to do a podcast just uh, before uh, Friday night. It's just uh, it was sort of sort of random. I was uh, talking to my friend Greg, which a lot of you know. Those of you that are out there on the outside on the internet and uh, clinging on to this podcast like metal files on a magnet nobody's inside the box because we're all outside the box right yeah because we just don't fit in a box so if you're out there you don't know greg but i'll just tell you you guys would love greg well i was kind of feeling it's like well i should talk about all this fear around the coronavirus and i'm not really going to talk about the coronavirus but i was totally feeling that greg called up and totally confirmed that so i'm just going to do that and uh so welcome you guys wherever you're at you know wherever you're falling on the lines of the coronavirus and all the things happening around that let's just put that all aside and welcome you're welcome here I care about you. I want you to live a great and inspired life. And I truly feel like uh, a life of faith is one of the best ways to do that. You may not agree, and that's okay. Why don't you just listen and disagree with me? That, that'll be fun, too. We'll have a great time. Well, you know, this week I have, I just have to confess, I'm not one that really gets caught up in fear and paranoia. And not that I have not been that way always, because I used to really be that way and was a total conspiracy theorist, would fall into the prepper category. And I would be the one that has like 48 rolls of toilet paper just for myself and 48 for everyone in my family. Just because I was that way, I've worked so hard not to become that way. And the fruit of that is that I have just been highly annoyed this week. And I don't know why every day I decided I would go in the grocery store. And every day there was more stuff shut down, put away, or out. And I just kept getting more and more annoyed and leading to frustration. And uh, I'm part of this online chat group for uh, fat people. <laughs> you guys are laughing. No, they're my community that we operate together to support each other in our weight loss and permanent weight loss because I can lose weight like nobody's business, but I just cannot keep it off. And it was on this group, and one of the people is a healthcare worker, and she just had a great word in this season about showing kindness. And it really penetrated me, and I just... I just have to apologize to a lot of you out there that really are legitimately scared. And there are a lot of things to legitimately be scared about. There are a lot of unknowns around the virus and people are just acting in their own best interests. And, uh, I really do. I, I feel for you and, uh, I'm sorry if I pass judgments on you, you are doing your best. And I just want to encourage you to do your best to spend time just finding a good place. And so I felt really inspired to dive into the scripture and a story that has meant a lot to me when dealing with fear that's in, yeah, that ancient crazy text of wisdom 
the Holy Bible. No, that is the Holy Bible. No, that's the Holy Bible. <laughs> um, that has just brought me uh, a lot of comfort in dealing with fear because I have my own fears. This doesn't happen to be one of them, but I certainly do deal with fear. And uh, I have, I talked about in previous con- podcasts, bone chilling fears. And so I can relate on some level in different circumstances. So I just wanted to share this um, story with you. And it is the story of when Jesus walks on the water. And so, you guys, this story happens immediately after the feeding of the 5,000, where Jesus sends the crowds away, basically wishes them good night, and puts his disciples in the boat and sends them out. And then he goes up into the hills to have his alone time. And so his disciples, and this it's an interesting account in the, in the Gospels because it's recorded in three of the Gospels. And each one gives us a little tidbit of information. None of us, none of them give us the complete story. But the disciples row out, and it's about three or four miles onto the lake. And uh, Jesus is up praying, and it's around probably two or three in the morning, according to the scriptures. And Jesus looks out, and uh, he sees the disciples having trouble. The wind is blowing, and the waves are blowing. And one of the scriptures, uh, I I think it may be as Mark, um, talks about they were in trouble out there. The wind and the waves were blowing. Well, you guys, let's just take a couple side because there's some really cool little side spots here. Jesus can see them three or four miles out that they were having trouble rolling. Is that not awesome? Hey, if any of you out there think that Jesus doesn't see what's going on, I'm just telling you, he's got pretty good vision and he definitely sees what's going on and knows what's going on. And what's really cool that happens next is that he gets up And so he walks from the hills that he's on and he walks across the lake. Well, we actually don't know if he walked down the hills. He could have transported, really. I mean, it is the Son of God we're talking about here. I mean, possible he could have transported down to the water. So he's walking across the water and, you know, the disciples really must have been in tune with their situation and like in over stress mode and like watching everything around them because you know if the wind and waves were blowing and i was like rowing and stuff i think every bit of effort i would be having is going into that rowing but they see jesus coming and it's interesting in one of the scriptures his intent was just to walk by so he just wanted to go out there and check on them you guys (laughs) this is so good he cares He got up. He could see from where he was at, obviously, but he came and he got closer because he cared. And he was, you know, like a lot of us parents do when our kids are in trouble, we'll silently kind of go and just see how bad is it really, you know, and just observe and and see if they can handle it because they're going to build strength and character by you know, working through that, which every good parent knows, and they let their children struggle. So Jesus comes, and his intent was just to walk by. Well, they see him, but they're freaking out. They're like, what the heck is that? So they're hyper vigilant and they're hyper tense, you know, because they're working on surviving. It's obviously not a good night, and they're thinking of all the times we left Jesus behind. What an awful time to do that tonight. And what they did. And they see coming towards and they're like, 
And Jesus is like, hey, it's me. Don't worry. You know, it's me. And the cool, cool part of the story that I love is Peter. What a man of chicken liver faith. <laughs> You're like, chicken liver? Yeah, I mean, he's got some substance, but he's also got some other yucky stuff in there with it. But, you know, he's like, Jesus, if that's you, call out to me and I'll come. And Jesus says, yes, of course, come out. And so Peter comes out and he begins walking towards Jesus, you guys. And here's where the life lesson is, and I'll get into it in a bit. But have you ever thought why Jesus could walk on the water? Obviously, he's the son of God. And what I'm going to share with you here is some speculation. But here's the way I think about it. Jesus didn't carry at this point. At one point, he would. But he says in Matthew, he says, my burden is easy. My yoke is light. Or maybe it's the other way around. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. I actually think that's the way it is, but it, it kind of works both ways. So, you know, whatever. Um, but Jesus at this point was not weighted down with the worries and the troubles of the world. And he just got done having alone time with God. So he was connected with God. So he was light. Mass is what causes us to sink. And is it that the stresses of the world and stuff did not weigh Jesus down? And so he had a connection with the Father because he's been spending time. And granted, he is the Son of God. You know, he's part of the Trinity, you know, where the three are one. And so he is God. You know, he's Jesus and he's God. And the Father is the Father, but he's God. And the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit, but he's God. And so, yeah, Jesus is lighter than water because he's connected with God and those burdens and those weights that would pull him down, suck him down, just aren't there. So what happens to Peter? Well, he connects with Jesus. And as he's connected with Jesus, he's walking on the water. He's not weighted down. But then what happens? He sees the wind. Now, can you really see the wind? No, you can see the effects of the wind, and that can scare you like a tornado, right? That's the effect of the wind, and that is flat-out scary. That scares you. So Peter sees the waves because the wind is blowing, and he's getting scared. And I think for a fisherman, if a fisherman's getting scared, there are probably some big, awful waves. And so he begins to sink as he disconnects with Jesus. Okay, here, here's the gold. Don't disconnect from Jesus. That is the secret to making it through the storms of life and the fear. As long as Peter's gaze was on Jesus, his faith was there because Jesus is full of faith. If you don't have faith, access the one that has faith. Jesus has faith. You know, there's a saying that astronauts in space, obviously, I, I've never been in space, so I don't know, but astronauts have a sense of security, even when they're doing a free walk out in space, as long as they can see the Earth. If they can keep the Earth in their vision, they don't freak out. 
Well, guys, that's the way it is for us, especially as Christians. But even if you're not a Christian, Jesus can be there for you. And if it's a tough time, Jesus can be there for you and you can experience the benefits of Jesus. And then later you can settle up your account with Jesus. You know, there's there's a little transaction that needs to happen there. But Jesus is there for everyone. You know, he is there. And that's how we make it through the storms. Because you think I think about the water like life. Okay, when it's calm and it's peaceful, it's great. But like much like our lives, when outside forces act upon it, like the water, the wind, which creates waves, or earthquakes, which also create really big waves, you know, and volcanic activities that create really nasty kind of things that happen under the ocean. So it is with our lives. They can be peaceful and calm, but there can be things that come into that, like a job loss or a relational issue or even a loss of a loved one can just send huge waves into our lives. And those are the times like we're the astronaut and we're out in space and there's absolute emptiness around us or there's absolute chaos around us. Like when there's just huge waves, we have to focus our vision directly on Jesus and stay connected. So in these tough seasons with the coronavirus, there are uncertain circumstances everywhere. They are all over the place. There are waves crashing every day, sometimes hourly. And depending on the field you work, you, you know, even more often, you know, I, I've been working in a nursing home, you know, and sometimes the fear there is palatable. And I just have to express to the people around there, you know, about my faith. And I just, you know, I do have concerns but I keep my focus on Jesus. And so that's how you deal with fear because God talks about fear. And what does he say? Cast it out. Yeah, you guys got it. Perfect love casts out fear. That's in the Bible somewhere. I actually know where it is, but uh, why don't you go look it up and find that out? That's a great verse during this coronavirus season. Perfect love casts out fear. Who has perfect love? Jesus. Because he loves you no matter what. I mean, he loved you so much that he took all your filth and garbage so that you could be with him and have a relation with him and his father. Perfect love casts out fear. And what is true of Jesus? His yoke is easy and his burden is light. And if you want to walk through the seasons of tumultuous time and stay above it, because think about it, as the coronavirus creeps in and the worry and the stress and all the stuff around the coronavirus, maybe the rationing of stuff or shortages that you can't have, that's like a weight and you can feel it pushing down on you. You need to get lighter. And the way that happens is connecting with the one whose yoke is easy and his burden is light. So that's all nice and super spiritual, all that stuff. How the heck do you do that? Well, you got to start to disconnect from the news sources that are feeding into you. You have to feed something else into that psyche, into that brain, into that imagination. Because as I talked about, you know, the Proverbs say, so a man thinketh he is. And if you're thinking you're doomed and the coronavirus is going to wreck all these things in your life, well, welcome to disaster. Now, on the other hand, if you're disconnecting to those thoughts and you're filling your mind that, man, Jesus is going to use this in such an incredible way, 
even now, Jesus is building my faith. I feel the tree of faith growing inside of me as I trust him. Step by step, you guys, get a foothold. Now, the best way to start feeding yourself is start connecting with the Bible. You know, you can listen to the audio Bible, listen to the Psalms, the promises of God, read the Psalms, read the promises of God, get yourself one of those little books. I probably have three or four of them because I lose one and I buy another one and then I find it, but it's just called the promises of God and you can read through and you can find out the truth of how much Jesus cares for you and that he cares desperately for you. And he says things, I will never leave you or forsake you. And he does not forsake the righteous. You are the righteous. You've been cleansed. You've accepted Jesus' forgiveness. You are that. And so I just, the scriptures are a great way. And there's so many great ways to get it. You can get it like from reading it. You can get it from audiobook. Um, there's so many great ways to get the scriptures. And the other thing is I have Pandora. There are some great worship stations. I play it as I go to sleep. So it's the last thing I think about at night. I don't watch some movie about pandemics or outbreaks. I let the peace and worship music of Jesus enter my mind and fill my mind. Because folks, we've talked about it before, but your mind is the battlefield. And so you've got to get ammunition in there that begins to create a different reality for you. And we need a whole culture of Christians. We need a faith army that's going to establish something different in this society right now. This is a pivotal turning point for Christians as you began to get a hold of your faith, that you're trusting Jesus and you're listening to Jesus and you're not succumbing to the fear and you're creating a different reality through the vocabulary of your imagination. That is the spirit of vocabulary right there. And you're creating a different reality for yourself, for your family and for others. You are going to change things. This coronavirus is an opportunity for Christians to rise to the surface and make a difference. And the way we do that is that we keep our eyes on Jesus because Jesus is peace. Jesus is light. We can walk through the waves. We can walk above the waves and the storms that are blowing right now. And man, they're blowing. Fear and paranoia are hot commodities. But hey, Right now, right here, I'm selling faith and I'm selling peace and I'm not even selling it. I'm giving it away. It's free. You guys know where to find it. This is just a reminder. You have the good news and you have the greatest gold. And so it is feeding your mind with the good stuff. And so I'm not going to belabor this, but just remind you that when you keep your eyes on Jesus, you can walk on water and that as you serve him, it is easy and that his love casts out fear. And so my friends, I truly do love you guys. I'm so excited to see what God's going to do through all this and that you guys are his instruments and you are the army of God making a difference. So go out there, make a difference and blessings on you. Thank you so much for listening. If you know somebody that could benefit from this, pass it along. If you know somebody that this might make them really angry, hey, pass it along. I could use some criticism because I've got feedback now from four people. But uh, man, at this point, I'd even take some from somebody that really strongly disagrees with me. And so 
If you guys, if you've listened to the other ones, only one person has sent me a selfie. I need selfies of you guys so I can put them up here. Even if you're not a Friday night attender and you feel comfortable, send me one on my email and you'll go on the poster. Just give me your name so I actually know who you are. And uh, you guys also, if you have prayer requests, hey, shoot me those on an email. I'll feed them into the group and stuff and, and we'll keep it private. So, you're, you know, if, if you're concerned about that, but no, there'll be people praying for you. I can't do all the praying, but I have great friends that can pray. And so my email is 406 big t at gmail.com super easy i would love your feedback i need your selfies because here i am staring at adrian's clothes again and you guys must love hearing about that because you're not doing anything different by sending me pictures except for one person and kudos and so i'm signing off you guys have a great week and you guys are overcome comers overcomers you guys are awesome and so take care Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.